Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. A historic version of Fire and Fizzle. We got Nada Edwards in the house. Getting to see this up close and personal. Finally, we got a witness to what you're about to preach here on yeah. these microwaves. Wes Bryant, you ready, Nada? Yeah, let's do it. All I'm right. looking forward to this. Fire fizzle. Rivalry antics within the ACC. Within, I guess, the last 20 years, this inspired by the double bird to the refs from DJ Horn. <laughs> double bird. Straight to the refs. Did apologize afterwards. Yeah, probably crossed the line. You can't do that to the officials, but we're still going to rate it. Wes, it's your turn. Are the double birds fire or fizzle? Well, Wolfpack Uh-oh. guard DJ Horn, he used the trip to the free throw line in the closing seconds of an 83-76 victory over Wake Forest to flip both middle fingers at a referee. The move came after the conclusion of just a wild game that included Kevin Keats getting ejected, several technical fouls uh, issued in the final minute. So he decided to, while receiving the ball for free throws, flipped the referee when his back was turned and then quickly put them away before he could be seen. He did apologize, and he was reprimanded by the ACC, and the moment went viral online. But as far as what does Wes Bryant think about this, the double bird, I'm the king of petty, so for him to go and do this was straight... Fizzle, he did oh, it when he was beating my demon deeks. Get the hell out of here. You think you're getting a fire after that? You're bugging. Wes, it, but my favorite part when you deliver the goods is when I think it's going to go the yeah, opposite direction. Yeah, you yeah, got us. Yeah. You got us. Because you're right. You are the king of petty. I thought, oh, no, you're going to condone double birding the officials in the ACC. Let's move on. A classic. Maybe the best one on this list as far as I'm concerned. The Chris Paul nut check to Julius Hodge. Yeah. Oh, no. Fire or fizzle, Wes Bryant? Way, way back in 2005, listen, CP decided to do a little something. Him and Julius Hodge were going at it, two ACC Player of the Year candidates. And while CP just casually, while going for a loose ball out there on the court, decided to turn around and give Julius Hodge a little shot to the midsection. And he wasn't issued a foul on the play, but the TV replay showed the punch later. He did get in trouble for it. He practiced with the team all that week, but had to be on the bench for their quarterfinal game in the ACC tournament that weekend. And then Julius Hodge still couldn't let it go. As he said years later that it was his senior night, the school had a huge celebration, bobblehead, all of that, the works. And so he said a shot went up, and I'm just boxing him out. Never talk trash to him. He said, when I tell you I was a fan as a player, that's how much respect he had for him. He said, so the shot went up and he got me. I was just like, bro, what are you doing? He said he was pissed at the moment, but the dude is such a competitor. And he said, I know NC State fans are going to kill me for saying this, but there was a part of me that I respected the I would do anything it takes to win side of it. I mean, you have to love that close quote. CP3, Wake Forest, didn't live too far from me in the dorms, hooked me up with gear, before he went to the pros. Oh, no. And also, again, you're talking to a guy that is petty. So when you're talking about CP3 that donned the black and gold, where the hell do you think this is going? It was straight 
fire, and I would love for him to do it a hundred times over. I have zero clue where these are going. Usually I have a, a good enough guess, but I have no clue the where Deeks, these are going. we got to be scrappy, man, so we got to do what we got to oh, do. Oh, oh. Why are we out here condoning nut punching? <laughs> That's right, man. Listen, sometimes you got to get that? a little dirty, you know. West Bryan has gotten a little. West Bryan has gotten a little dirty at times. This is the game, Nada. You can only accept it. You cannot refute it. <laughs> as soon as he speaks, Fair. we have to accept it. Fair. Next one on the list: Armando Baycott, Terquavion Smith, glasses, stretchers, clubs, beatdowns, all the antics oh, no. involving the two. Is it fire or fizzle, West? Well, listen. It was a big day for Armando Baycott that day. He reached two career milestones, and they're win over NC State. They beat them 80-69, to 69, but also in that game, it was marred by Terquavion Smith going to the hospital. Okay, Terquavion Smith had scored 34 points in Chapel Hill that previous season, and he only had 12 points midway through the second half when he drove to the hoop, looking to cut into a small UNC lead at that time. But he was met by Leaky Black, Concord native, who jumped with Smith and in an effort to block his shot, clubbed Smith in the head, sending him crashing to the floor. What did Armando do? That classless piece of junk in that game oh, decided whoa, in his wow, interview wow, after wow. the game <laughs> to wear shades to mock Sir Quavion Smith, even though the man could only watch it from his damn hospital bed. So when you're talking about what Armando did and this rivalry and this antic, it was straight Fire! I'm here for the pettiness. Let's go with the shade. You didn't fool me on that. Come one. on. You did not. I saw you, Fitty. Hop on the mic. I'm I saw it. I would have done the same thing. I saw you reach for the soundbite. You were about to go in <laughs> on him via soundbite. Oh, oh, yeah. He was about to get regretted for calling Armando a classless yeah. whatever, but. Uh, he saved it. You know, everyone forgets that after getting stretchered off the court, Terquavion could go party in that night. That's that's the thing. What a fraud! <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> I'd have done it. I'd have done it in the next game. Try to put him in the stanchion. Wow. <laughs> All right, we've got nut punch condoning and also fighting. If you go to the club, this is this is bad stuff. But we move on. Do we condone tripping? Such as maybe a Grayson Allen would do and oh, then no. get suspended indefinitely, <laughs> except indefinitely meant one single game. Wes, <laughs> Grayson Allen tripping, fire or fizzle? Well, the first incidence of this came in a February game against Louisville, where Allen was caught tripping a Louisville player as he fell to the floor after a missed shot. Then he got busted again two weeks later, this time against Florida State. Duke had the win clearly in hand in the final seconds, and he blatantly tripped a FSU player during an inbounds pass. And we cut that on the ACC Digital Network. We're always here for the nonsense, and we (laughs) threw that up as well. Duke was then playing Elon in the middle of Grayson Allen's junior year when he got caught again tripping an opponent. He had an emotional outburst on the bench and was subsequently given an indefinite suspension by Duke that would only last one game. Duke has had a lot of villains, but there's been... Maybe none greater than Grayson Allen. When it comes to Grayson Allen and the tripping, it is straight fizzle, man. Come on. You got to do a little bit more than tripping. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. You got to. Thank you. You know, that's a little weak. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Last one. I I, I know where this is going. (laughs) This might be your favorite moment in ACC history. (laughs) It really might be. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Gerald Henderson's elbow. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Tyler Hansborough. 
The mic is yours, Wes. We were talking about Tyler Hansborough not long ago with his comments and him being the greatest Tar Heel of all time in the eyes of many. And back on March 4th of 2007, Duke met Carolina in Chapel Hill. The game itself wasn't close. Carolina beat him 86-72. They had a 12-point lead with 17 and a half seconds remaining. And then Tyler Hansborough missed a free throw. He managed to get the rebound, but as he tried to lay it in, Gerald Henderson, former Bobcat, former Hornets Live host, came in flying with a hard elbow to Hansborough's face. Once he got up from the court, Hansborough had 26 points and 17 rebounds in that game. He had to be restrained from going after Henderson. This played into the legend of Psycho T. Henderson was ejected from the game, got a one-game suspension. Hansborough ended up with a broken nose and had to play with a protective mask on his face in the postseason. North Carolina's Marcus Ginyard had to come in and shoot the free throws for his teammate. They couldn't quite make it. But it didn't keep them from winning a national championship. Oh, excuse me. The mass didn't seem to hold back the Tar Heels. They did make it to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament before they lost that game. To Georgetown, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. But when you talk about Gerald Henderson elbowing Tyler Hansborough, a moment in that rivalry that would never be forgotten, you remember it, the blood on the jersey, the stupid look on Tyler Hansborough's oh, no. face after he got elbowed. It was straight fire. Where else did you think I, I was going you. with I this? I hate your guts. Tell him, boys. Cut the music off. <laughs> Punch him in the nose. So, oh, you get Hansborough fitty. Punch him under the belt. Wear sunglasses while you do it. That is the message from today's Fire Fizzle. This segment <laughs> has condoned goonery. Utter goonery. John Cheney would be proud of you, Wes. Oh, yes, he would. Yes, Sending he would. I kick your ass. <laughs> that was good. Wait, do you have a John Cheney impression? Uh, not Let's really, respect- but I do remember that vividly, though. Let's respect the dead. Let's respect the dead. Yeah. R- R.I.P. <laughs> it's out of love. All right.